0: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: This is the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's do it. Let's do read and react and see if we can both commiserate on some of the narratives that are going on in the NFL.
2: Uh, Chelsea, I will jump in and say that my cousin, who is from Maine, so take that into consideration, is famous for only wearing shorts during the wintertime. Oh, my God. And flip flops all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like people, no, no. Like, I mean, within our friend circle friend group, right. it's like anytime you stop by, you're like,
0: what
2: are you... dude, it's 20 degrees out. Yeah, it's not bad. And he's just running around his house in shorts, takes his dog for a walk. He's in shorts. Oh, yeah. No it's way. crazy. Ooh. He's crazy, I feel like he's you always see one
1: crazy. of them walking around. Like, even if it's not somebody yeah. you know, occasionally I'll see somebody, like, getting gas, and you're like, that guy has on a T-shirt. What are you doing? Right. So I feel like yeah. they're out in the wild. Maybe you just got to look for them. There is a guy I
0: worked with in Austin, Todd, and Todd wore shorts Todd. everywhere. <laughs> we called him Big Head Todd <laughs> from, the old, from the old music group, Big Head yeah. Todd and the Monsters. Man, yeah. Todd wore these khaki shorts and look, it's Austin, but it does get cold. There'll be times when, look, mm-hmm. it's freezing outside. Todd, I've never, I worked in Austin for six years and I never saw Todd in pants. I mean, come hell or high water, by God, he was wearing those khaki shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Todd. Jim Hall ball of Austin. Yeah, no, There you go. Right there. Jim Hall ball of Austin. All right.
2: Let's get into these. Read and react number one. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs head to Buffalo for their first road playoff game with Mahomes at quarterback. The Bills, the only team in the NFL to have three wins against Mahomes, but all of those have come in the regular season. Mahomes is 2-0 and against Buffalo in the playoffs, but both of those came in Kansas City. So do the Bills have Mahomes figured out he's 1-3 and against them in the regular season, or does the Mahomes magic continue over the Bills when it counts? 2-0 in the playoffs. That's coming up, of course, this weekend. Jinx, Bills,
0: Chiefs, who's got the advantage? Bills. Buffalo Bills. Here's the thing. Yes, this Mahomes magic has been a thing in the playoffs, but this is the Patrick Mahomes playing with much better teams. And so as much as Patrick Mahomes has certainly been the leader of those teams and the reason why or one of the primary reasons why the Chiefs have won those games. This is the first time I feel like in a long time that a Patrick Mahomes team feels inherently vulnerable. Like Even before when the Chiefs would struggle maybe midway through the season or near the end of the regular season, you'd be like, yeah, but it's the Chiefs. It's Andy Reid. It's Patrick Mahomes. They'll be fine. This year, I'm not buying it. I feel like the Chiefs are ripe for the picking. They're ripe for the beating. And I am not convinced that they're any better than we saw over the last few weeks of the season because they beat a Dolphins team that had no business playing in the cold. I think this is, and I think the motivational factor for the Bills here will be through the roof because finally, finally, they get to host Kansas City, which is what they've wanted to do for years. And now is their chance. I'm going with the Bills. (sighs)
1: Doesn't it feel that way? Because this is not one-on-one basketball. Like, it's not Patrick Mahomes against Josh Allen. Like, it's not the way it Mm -hmm. is. And we have seen that Patrick Mahomes is human because he has this core of receivers who have frying pans for hands. So, you know, that's going to be a thing. If you want to count on this Chiefs team in a close game, and it depends on a receiver catching, you know, a third or a fourth down play in the end zone, that's not something i want to do. we have seen this happen before where when patrick mahomes is on a team with a big weakness, it kind of cost him. granted it was in the super bowl, but remember that super bowl against the tampa bay bucks where the offensive line was terrible for the kansas city chiefs and patrick mahomes had one of the worst games of his career. so he can't do it all by himself. if just giselle was on the the broadcast for this, she would say He can't throw and catch the ball by himself. Remember that famous line she said about Tom Brady? Still true for Patrick Mahomes. So I think the better overall team is the Buffalo Bills. And I never thought I would say this, but it feels like the Bills actually have the higher ceiling than the Kansas City Chiefs. Because if Josh Allen can take care of the football, this is a team that looks like it can beat anybody. In the NFL and I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers as well that top end potential is totally there for the Buffalo Bills especially the way that Josh Allen has been running the football as well so uh, I'll go with the Bills here I begrudgingly do that because also there is the low end potential where Josh Allen throws three picks but still Mm -hmm. I think I will go with the Bills.
2: Learn more at marines.com. All right, number two, there are two teams left in the playoffs that have never been to a Super Bowl. The Lions over in the NFC, the Texans in the AFC. Chelsea, are you giving either of them a shot to get there this year?
1: I do think there is a chance. I think the Texans maybe need one more year. Don't we see this a lot with young teams that they have a great regular season, but they're kind of just, you know a year away from making the big jump to winning it all. So I kind of feel like that's the case for the Texans. But what about the Lions? Uh, It's a team that kind of, I don't know, their defense is a little untrustworthy, and I'm not sure if I trust Dan Campbell down the stretch to make those important coaching decisions. I will not say they don't have a shot, though. Like, isn't that the question? Do they have a chance? I'll give them a chance. A small chance, but a chance nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I'll give the Lions a shot. Why not, right? They've, they're have they a team that will, I believe, win this weekend for sure. I think they're going to take care of business against the Bucs. I, I don't see the Texans getting past the Ravens. And even then, I, I, I think you're right. It does take teams. As good of a story as the Texans are, as great as C.J. Stroud has been, the Texans are still a flawed team. And Joe Flacco maybe not throwing those two pick sixes. Maybe it's a different ballgame. Regardless, full credit to the Texans, but they're not there just yet. I don't think the Lions are either. But I keep reading, and I don't really know if I believe it, but I keep reading that, you know, there there's a chance the Niners are overvalued. Their defense isn't as good as maybe you might think it is. I don't know if I believe that, but if there is a team offensively that could maybe get into a shootout with the Niners and Palletta, I think it's maybe the Lions. So if I'm choosing between the two, I'll go with Detroit.
2: All right, finally, let's talk about the teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs. Taking the Cowboys out of the mix because they would be the runaway winner for this question. Which fan base should be most disappointed in their team's performance now that they're out of the playoffs and done? Pittsburgh, Philly, L.A., the Rams, not the Chargers. You're obviously disappointed in the Chargers. Miami, Or Cleveland. Jinx, I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. Of those fan bases, who should be the most pissed off today?
0: Philly. I mean, they're going to be pissed off no matter what, right? That's a good point. (laughs) They're going to wake up pissed off about something. Definitely the Eagles. Definitely the Eagles. And then, especially on the heels of the Phillies in the playoffs, like they thought maybe they had something there, and then the bottom kind of dropped out late. And now you're talking about not just – not just – losing early in the playoffs it's all relative right but when you talk about going to a Super Bowl last year and then you start this season 10 and one like oh my it's one thing to suffer hey you have I don't know uh a nine and eight season fine but you start off the season 10 and one and then you go and drop a game to the cards you go and drop a game to the Giants and then you get embarrassed by a Bucks team. That squeezed past the Panthers the week before. Nine nothing. For a team that had such high expectations for the bottom to drop out the way it did at the end of the season, I just think it has to be Philly.
1: It definitely has to be Philly because they were one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. So, like just from that, I'm not gonna repeat everything you just said. I'll go a different route and just bring up another case just for the case of being interesting. How mm-hmm. about the Miami Dolphins? An offense that looked like it was off the charts for most of the season a team that scored 70 points and think if you're a Dolphins fan and you have not enjoyed a playoff win since the year 2000 do you think they were getting excited and thinking oh well maybe the tides are turning maybe we will enjoy some playoff success only to go to Kansas City go to freezing weather and have a no-show for your offense so I think the Dolphins fans probably disappointed as well. Maybe not on the same level as the Eagles, but I do think it should be pointed out. Mm,
0: maybe. Here's they, the thing with the Dolphins, though. The Dolphins, if you were a hardcore follower of your team, or even, even if you're not a hardcore follower, didn't you kind of know that we've beaten a bunch of bad teams or a bunch of mediocre teams? When you look at the at – the, with the top-to-bottom schedule that they played this season, didn't you know, like, hey, we don't exactly have the best resume going in. Like, we're kind of not lucky to be here, but maybe we should temper our expectations based on the on the good teams that we beat this season, and that was one. Think,
2: think of this, though, as well. Buffalo beating Kansas City on that controversial call. KC wins that. Miami gets a home game. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. I didn't think about
2: that. That's so a good that point. one play... Changed the dynamic of a lot of franchises this year in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, too bad it wasn't in the NFL script this year. Or maybe (laughs) those Dolphins fans (laughs) would be celebrating a playoff win instead of a playoff loss and some frostbite. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts.